tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to AgriTalk Podcast with me, Philip Gaitan. Today we are talking about food safety. And with me is Dr. Joyce Thayer, who is the head of uh, Veterinary Public Health, uh, State Department of Livestock, at the Directorate of Veterinary Services. Welcome to, the, uh, to this podcast, Doctor. Thank you very much. When we talk about food safety, what is it exactly? Food safety is that assurance that when you take food, it will not cause you any ill health, it will not cause you disease, it will not cause you any problem. That is the sherry is what food safety is all about. Why is it important that we have this conversation? We have this conversation because for one, mm-hmm. Monday, we are celebrating the World Food Safety Day. Mm-hmm. And we want to create awareness to the people of Kenya and the people in general that it is important to eat safe food. We know that. Mm -hmm. And this particular time, the whole world is looking at food safety. It's telling people that take care to eat your food. Uh, The World Health Organization, uh, they talk about food safety is everyone's business. It is your business, it's my business, it's everyone's business to ensure food safety. So that is why we are discussing about food safety. More so, everybody should know, but more so because uh, Monday, 7th of June, mm. we are celebrating the World Food Safety Day. Okay. When we talk about food safety, how or where are we as a country? Uh, when we talk about food safety as a country, uh, w- we are not doing very well. One, in terms of the understanding of the citizens about what food safety entails. So there are many people who will eat food just because food is available without maybe taking into consideration that this food can cause me problems, this food can make me ill. And then at uh, the people who are producing food or the people who had food, the, we call them the food business operators, uh, they had food without again taking into consideration that the food they had can cause problems to people. Okay. Right from the small person selling boga to the people who are processing. So everybody government wise we have uh, laws but sometimes the implementation or the enforcement may be weak. So everybody is concerned about food safety. So what's the difference between food safety and food security? Food safety like I've said before is that assurance that when I eat food, it's not going to cause me problems. Food security is that assurance that I will get sufficient, consistent, Mm -hmm. and safe food. Because if food is not safe, then it's not food. So food safety is a component of security. Um, Are there any reason food contamination incidences that uh, maybe were caused by natural toxins? Yes, we have heard that. When you say natural toxins, there are very many natural toxins, mm-hmm. including you know, cassava causes problems because it has a natural toxin. But what has been of importance 
and has caused a widespread food problem is uh, we have had uh, problems of uh, aflatoxin. Aflatoxin is a natural toxin that occurs, that is produced by fungus when they grow in food. So we have had several incidences and the, the largest one was 2004 in uh, the Ukabani area. I think there were about 300 incidences. And I think we lost uh, over 100 people. So that was big. There have been other smaller incidences but maybe no deaths, but incidences of people falling sick because of eating contaminated food. When we talk about contaminated food, um, one of the things that comes to my mind is how safe is the food that we buy on the streets? You see, you find people roasting maize, mutura in the evening, and sausages. How safe are these foods? Uh, The safety of food is, uh, is very interesting because that mutura can be safe as far as uh, bacteria are concerned because it is hot. But uh, the condition where the water they are using, is that water safe from chemical chemicals that could be in water or that maize on the road? The maize may be safe as far as bacteria are concerned, but uh, the person handling and also yourself as a consumer, how are your hands? Are they clean? So that can contribute to food safety. But uh, most of the food may not be safe because it's on the roadside. There's a lot of dust. The people who are handling it don't have uh, convenient facilities like washrooms. The water they may be using may not be safe. So that may be the concern we have for the foods on the street. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, you talked, you had alluded to um, aflatoxins. How do we, or as a country, how do we manage or mitigate? the dangers of aflatoxin? Uh, there are several ways of doing that. One, uh, aflatoxins develop uh, in, uh, they are developed by molds, and these grow when food is moist, mm-hmm. is kept in a moist. So if like maize or uh, soya or groundnuts are not dried completely, the fungus will grow and they will produce the toxin. So one is making sure that Food is harvested at the right time. Food is stored at the right time, at the right temperature and state. If food is eaten by like weevils, there's also a higher likelihood of mold growing and and producing the aflatoxin. Um, in society, um, who are the most vulnerable when it comes to food safety? Uh, the people who are most vulnerable are also people who would uh, have maybe low immunity the young children, the elderly, people who are immunocompromised, like they're having maybe chronic diseases or like HIV. So those people are most vulnerable because already their immunity is low. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take you back to informal markets. Um, I was reading some report today and they were talking about these informal markets supply between 85 to 90% of food consumed in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, so that is a major market for for this continent. S- what do we need to do as countries or as a country, Kenya, to ensure that all the food that we get from these informal markets are safe for consumption? One of the things is public education. Public education. Had food safely, your hearts should be safe, 
the contact services for the food, the packaging is safe, the food is produced safe because uh, safety concerns come right from the farm. If the food is produced well, if the food is harvested well, if the food is handled well to market, and if I as a consumer handles that food well, right up to consumption. But as you say, it is a big concern because uh, majority of our people, we get food from the streets. So all of us need to know our position. The government also, a lot of public education needs to be done, and that is what we are doing now. Uh, for people to understand what my role is because there may be regulations in place but uh, enforcement may not come if I do not understand why I'm being enforced or forced to do something but once we understand why I'm being told to do what I'm told to do then it is easy for all of us that's why I said right from the beginning food safety is everyone's business when you say food safety is everyone's business let's say for example myself I've gone to the market uh, what do I really need to look at to ensure to for me to be comfortable that I'm buying food from a safe market? Uh, one of the things you look is that environment. If you buy food which is placed on the ground, uh, you know that there is a risk that that food is not safe. If you buy food that is being cooked next to maybe to a dump site or a sewage place, there's a likelihood that that food is not safe. If you buy food that is looking visibly rotting, then you are sure that that food is not safe. So as a consumer, you look at the environment, you look at the food itself, you look at the person who is supplying you with the food. If you are buying food from somebody who is visibly sick, again, there is a likelihood that you can get contamination. Um, one of the biggest uh, problems, especially for, for the world at the moment, is pollution. How or how much is pollution contributing to uh, our food not being safe? Pollution contributes a lot to food not being safe because in that pollution, mainly there are chemicals that would be dangerous to our health. And these chemicals will get into the water, which we'll drink, will get into the soils, which can be taken up by the plants as they grow and then to food will get into animals when that cow drinks unsafe water or eats grass that is contaminated with all these uh, pollutants, then the milk or the meat I take will be contaminated by those. So pollution plays a big, big role. And that is why everyone should take care that we do not pollute our environment in our own place and more so the heavy industries. They should make sure. And there are rules that have been set by the, the National Environmental Management Authority. They have set rules that should be, if they are followed, then we can make sure, we can ensure that our food is safe. When you talk about um, also animals consuming safe food, I've seen animals roaming around, especially in the city. Even if you go to Dandora, you will find animals. And these animals, most of the time, they'll end up in our plates. How do I, as a, a consumer, tell that this meat uh, is safe? or I'll, I'll only have to, to wait for the public health officer to inspect the meat first? As a, as a consumer, you may not be able to tell that food is safe, but there are laws that have been set in place to ensure that uh, the food that comes uh, to your plate is safe. One is uh, immediately an animal gets into the slaughterhouse. Before it is slaughtered, it is inspected by the inspecting officer 
and they look at all the parameters to the extent possible to say this animal cannot transmit disease or cause illness to the consumer. Once the animal is slaughtered, there is what is called post-mortem inspection or after-death inspection. So the animal inspected. But what you asked, some food safety concerns may not be seen physically because they are chemicals. The government has also put in place like residue monitoring plan to be able to do regularly check the animals, that is a generally, that the animals we have are not contaminated. But when you said about the animals roaming, that is an issue maybe of enforcement because there are animal movement rules that are there and animals should not be eating on dump sites. That is already a problem okay. of food safety okay. uh, as well as animal health. Okay. So what, is, what are we supposed to do with these animals? One of the things, uh, we all, like I said, food safety is everyone's business. If I see this animal, I should raise a concern to the local authorities, if it is to the sub-county, say these animals are, are roaming here, they are grazing here, they are eating in a dump site, because it is your concern. It is my concern as a consumer. So one, we should raise a cry. If we keep quiet, the problem will come to us. Then of course the, the, the governments, like the local authorities, should also enforce those rules because they are there and the law is clear mm -hmm. that these animals should not eat on dump sites, these animals should not roam on the streets. So if all the governments do what they are supposed to do and the citizens do what they are supposed to do. I think on the end of, of the animals and um, consuming of animal products, they must they, they seem to be a little of control whereby meat has to be inspected before it is sold. But in case of um, the vegetables we buy in the, um, in the market, how can I tell that this was not uh, grown in a sewa? Because we know some places in this town grow vegetables in along the sewa lines. Is there a way a consumer can tell? Or are there uh, things that a consumer should look at while they are purchasing their vegetables? That end is... Uh a bit challenging because like we said there are many uh, food safety concerns that we cannot be able to see with our eyes but uh, what the government tries to do we have the ministry of health the food safety department which uh, at times takes straws to those areas where food may be grown they go to the markets they, they try to do what you'd call monitoring for food safety. But of course, there are many people who will do the wrong thing, just maybe for economic gains. Uh, that one's a thief is a thief. True. Um, so how do we now... Um, l let's go back to, to the informal settlements. How do they also ensure that at least... Uh, they are consuming safe food. Uh, if I go back to what we talked about, the World Food Safety Day, mm -hmm. the World Health Organization has uh, set what you'd call food safety rules. And these are one, uh, you should eat clean food as much as possible. You can see with your eyes and you can clean it, wash it, wash your hands, wash the utensils. Two, you should cook food thoroughly. Make sure that it is thoroughly cooked uh, eat food as soon as possible after it is cooked, as much as possible, if you're not able to refrigerate it. Then use clean water, 
use uh, clean the raw materials you are, you are using, use them clean. And, and of course, make sure that uh, you try to find out as much as you can about that food. So if we use these rules, uh, we'll uh, make sure right at the bottom, even that person in the informal sector, you can as much as possible clean your hands, you can clean the utensils, you can uh, cook food properly, you can eat it immediately because many may not have electricity to refrigerate, but you can eat it uh, immediately, keep it covered. So if you follow these basic rules, then uh, you can increase your chances of eating safe food. I've also seen, in, uh, uh, especially when you travel, especially when you're eating meat, sometimes they ask you, how do you like your meat? Well cooked or medium rare? Um, which one is safer now when it comes to food safety? Food, meat, immediately you slaughter an animal, unless the animal will say that meat is, is clean okay. because it has not been contaminated. So there are communities that eat their meat raw. And as long as the animal did not have a disease that can cause problems with human beings and it was hard or safe, to a large extent that meat is safe. So whether it is uh, rare or uh, well-cooked, uh, that meat can be safe if it is handled properly. Mm -hmm. So depending on your, on, your, on your taste, but if you are not sure of the cooking and the handling of that meat, then it is best to have the meat properly cooked. So my advice is because some of these places we eat, you don't have assurance of the handling. So my advice would be it is best to eat well cooked meat and not just well cooked but well handled after the cooking also when we talk about food safety what are the biggest dangers that we face as a country in ensuring that our people uh, are getting safe uh, guarantee, uh, food that is guaranteed that it's safe uh, again I'll go back to saying food safety is everyone's business mm -hmm. uh, the people who are producing this food they should uh, use uh, good agricultural practices to ensure that they produce it well. Once they use chemicals, they should uh, give it time to be to completely disappear from the food. That okay. is called withdrawal period. Whether it is uh, pesticides used in plants or drugs used in animals, so they should make sure that that is that is handled well. That is at production level. Uh, if somebody is processing, the people who are processing milk, meat, then they should process it safely. If it is transportation of meat, if somebody is transporting meat for a long distance, either transport it in refrigerated or uh, temperature controlled, and milk as well, transport it safe. Make sure that the water that is used is clean. So again, the same basic rules mm -hmm. will ensure. Okay. So who is in charge of enforcing these rules, especially uh, when it comes to f uh, food safety? In government, we have uh, a number of agencies and departments, depending on their mandate, that will ensure that the food is safe. Foods of animal origin, because of the fact that many diseases in human beings will come from animals, that for now is uh, the mandate of the veterinary directorate. Uh, most of the other foods, 
the Ministry of Health uh, takes re is regulates safety of food in general. But because of that specific area of the foods of animal origin, that the mandate is with the Directorate of Veterinary Services, there are some aspects of standards which cannot affect food safety. So Kenya Bureau of Standards come in there. So we have several government agencies that have different mandates uh, to control. The assurance of safe food is with the person who handles the food, okay. the food business operator. But the controls is with several government agencies. Mm -hmm. Then why is it sometimes very difficult to um, control or to enforce these laws and regulations? Uh, one of the things is uh, the understanding of one the the people who are handling the food business operators mm -hmm. of of that, and then also uh, the governments may not have enough funding to be able to go right up to the grassroots to to be able to check, to train, to build the capacity of the food business operators and the consumers to be able to eat the safe food. So one of the problems is the funding that is there from governments, uh, the staffing also, because like now with the uh, not being employment for some time, uh, the, the, the human resource is also minimized. So that, but to me, the greatest one is the food business operators should make sure that they give safe food. Uh, profit should not come over giving people safe food. Okay. When it comes to food, in terms of teaching our children about food safety, how soon should it start? The minute you start for training, you should start teaching food safety. Mm -hmm. Because the child should know you don't pick something from the ground and eat. The child should know they wash their hands. The child should know that fruit is cleaned before they eat. Mm. The child should know that uh, that plate should not put food or that cup. So as soon as you can be able to teach the child anything, that is why I used to, what we start most is potty training. Yes. So the minute you start teaching a child potty training, you start teaching them about food safety. Okay. What about in uh, schools and uh, institutions of higher learning? It should be in the curriculum of, of, of schools, of right from primary school. The aspect we have talked about, the simple aspects of hygiene should be taught at that level because that is the basic of food safety. In upper areas, it should be integrated in uh, curriculums as much as possible okay. because this is about our lives. Okay. So, which are some of the diseases that are associated with consuming uh, unsafe food? And how can these uh, diseases be avoided? There are two types of diseases that would cause uh, food safety problems. There are diseases that are crossed between animals and human. So, these diseases can uh, cause problems. And these ones can be controlled by controlling animal diseases. When the animal diseases are controlled, then you cut that link between animals and human. The others are the diseases that occur because of uh, contamination of the food, safe handling of the food, because there could be bacteria like salmonella, which are in the environment, they are there. But if the food is kept clean, if the herds of the people are kept clean, then that the bacteria do not get into the food 
And if the food is kept at the safe temperatures, and we say safe temperatures, it's either cold below 4 degrees or hot above 60 degrees centigrade. So the in between there from 4 to 60, that is a good temperature for bacteria growth. So as much as possible, we keep food either high, that's why I said eat immediately, you cook, or refrigerate. Yeah. Um, there's a question one of my friends asked me one day. Is water food? And if it's food, how do I make sure that my water is safe for consumption? I would say water is food because we consume it. And uh, we keep it safe the same way that we are talking. One, it should be from a safe source. If uh, it is uh, not from a safe source, it should be treated. Then it should be handled well. The containers that you use, it's either you use chemical treatment or you boil the water. If you boil the water, put it in clean, closed uh, containers so that it continues being safe. So water, I would say, is food. And you handle it the same way, hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. Okay. Um, we talked about informal markets. We also have formal markets. Uh, is it a guarantee that all the food that I buy in, formal, in, an informal, in a formal market is safe? It is not a guarantee. As long as the food business operator is following the set regulations for food safety, that food should be considered safe. If that uh, operator, however formal that is, is not using the proper hygienic practices, the proper manufacturing practices, that food can be considered not to be safe. And are there regulations that also govern these formal markets? The food safety regulations cut across. It's only that maybe at the application level, the level of application may be more detailed at the formal market than at the informal because the principles are the same. So the same uh, laws of Kenya that have been set, they are set for formal, they are set for informal, they are set for big businesses, they are set for the small and micro enterprises. Okay. Mm. Um, also, when we, most of the time we go to, to these formal markets, uh, we always advise to look at the sell uh, by date. How important is that? Sell by date is important because the manufacturer of that feed is telling you, I can assure that this food will be safe up to this time. After that, I cannot assure because foods spoil. And after that sell by date, the spoilage will start. So the sell by date is important because it is telling you this food is I can assure as a, pro as a producer that it is safe right up to this date. So okay. it is very important to look at the sale by date. Okay. I also remember growing up, uh, we used to go hunting because I grew up in the village. Uh, and now when we talk about food safety, uh, we never used to have a way to inspect whatever <laughs> we've hunted. So how safe is this wild food that uh, people in the village are out there still chase? All food would be, should be treated the same. Every animal is an animal. And like I said, there are diseases that will cross from animals to human beings. So we were eating and maybe we were, we were saved by the grace of God. But handling is also important. One thing you also don't consider is uh, if you eat food and you have a, a running stomach for a day, most of the times we just 
ignore that. But that is a food safety concern if you are to put it into consideration. But all foods of animal origin, whether wild or domestic, they can have a risk, both from the diseases that can cross from animals to human and from handling, the way we handle. But you remember most of those times you would cook it immediately and eat it immediately. So as far as maybe bacteria are concerned or other microorganisms, then that food was relatively safe. Um, there are diseases like cholera, typhoid, uh, we can name them. Are they also sources uh, um, caused by unsafe food? Uh, some of these diseases like cholera, it's not just unsafe food because even unsafe herds that you touch and maybe you touch your mouth and that, but still food can act as one of the pathways of transmitting these diseases. So some of these diseases can be directly uh, transmitted from human to another, even without food, like cholera, for example. But uh, there are some diseases that will pass through food because the bacteria will multiply. Just like we are eating that food, it's also good food for bacteria. So bacteria like uh, salmonella, they will grow in food. Yeah. Okay. Um, where do you think we are as a country when it comes to food safety? We have a long way to go. We are not uh, where we started, but we are a long way to go to where we should be. Because many uh, of us as consumers, we have not uh, put it that food safety is my business. Uh, many times we say serikari, but it should be myself as a consumer who should uh, make sure to a large extent possible that uh, my food is safe. Okay. But we, are, we still have a long way to go. Okay. Uh, I've visited farms, um, and you know, uh, you, you've talked about, and you really emphasize that food safety is everyone's responsibility. But I've visited farms whereby you find a farmer growing two sets of crops, one for the market, one for themselves. The one for the market, they will spray, they will do anything, but they don't touch the one they are consuming. What does that mean uh, about us as a, as, a, as a people? There is something that is called food fraud. Mm -hmm. And food fraud is where maybe for economic gains, you do a wrong thing deliberately. And that is a criminal. So if somebody is doing that, it's actually unfortunate because uh, I have children in Nairobi, maybe I live in uh, Kirinyaga. So I grow tomatoes in Kirinyaga and I keep the safe for me, but these will go to Nairobi and my children and my cousins will eat the food there. So I'm not still safe. So what goes around comes around. Exactly. Okay. Talking about uh, the World uh, Food Safety Day, uh, I know you've, you've, you've talked a little about it. Why was it important for the United Nations to have this day in the world calendar? It was recognized that uh, many people do not consider uh, food safety as part of their responsibility. So when the, the, there was that assembly, they sat and realized we need to start uh, bringing the trumpet, bringing it out that food safety is important because it is. it also contributes to the sustainable development goals of health and it has been recognized like food is a big contributor to our health 
So the World Health Organization, the United Nations, it was recognized that it is important to tell everybody and to keep on reminding people that we need to keep our food safe. If we have to be healthy, our food has to be safe. Okay. Food security is not security without safety. Okay. What could be your closing remarks for anyone listening to us, uh, whether from a point of um, administration, that is government, to that person in the village? What could be your advice when it comes to food safety as we finish? My advice would be each of us has a role to play. The government sets policies and laws and regulations. They should also ensure a compliance. They should uh, en ensure enforcement of that. Uh, the food business operators, that the people who handle the food, who own the food at that time, who sell food, should make sure that this food is safe. The consumers should also play their role to ensure that they are taking safe food. Read the instructions on the label. Because you could have, be having, for example, something that you're allergic to. And if you don't read that label, you may have a problem and you may blame the food or the food business operator, but it's because you don't read. Let us all make sure that uh, we play our role when it comes to food safety. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Uh, Joyce Thayer, for sparing some time to be part of this podcast. For our listeners, that is it for the AgriTap podcast uh, today. Until next time, goodbye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.